Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. My passion is to obliterate shame and activate purpose. That's the mission behind Fit and Faith. It's to know that 
yes, we can talk here all day about that millionaire mentality, that millionaire actually um, mindset, that element of what even what your bank account looks like. Like you might be to that status, but to me, to me, there's this possible if shame is connected to what we are currently experiencing as quote unquote success. If there's elements of shame, there is not peaks of success because some pieces of saying, wow, I've really got this part together. My financial life is great. My marital life is awesome. My physical body is in peak shape, but I really believe in order to have that all encompassing element of self of alignment, it's where fit in faith originated from that. There's this mind, body, soul integration connected to our spirituality. If you know, the study of soul is our mind, will, and emotions. So when people say mind, body, soul, they're kind of repeating themselves. It's why I really body spirit because I know that the mind is encompassing of the soul. And we talk about mindset and we talk about habits all the time. This morning, we've been talking about consistency. And so I now, and then I was getting ready and in my office and I, I was realizing that there are cycles. There are cycles connected even to content. There are cycles connected to success. And this past weekend, I had a beautiful opportunity to sit at the feet, literally at the feet of John Maxwell um, in Purple. He is a, a guru of leadership. He stems out of the pastoral anointing. And so he blends business and faith. And that's what Grow Your Business is about. It's all about knowing that there's not separate entities. It's not compartmentalization of our identity, but it's the connection which is why I celebrate the human race so much, is why I celebrate our humanness so much. And there's beauty and perfection in that. And then there's also where I love to teach people is that your business is only as successful being. I'll say it again. Your business is only as successful as your being, which is your identity, is as yourself, that mind, body, spirit that I'm alluding to. And so there is this idea of if everything exists in cycles, no different than the seasons, no different than cycles of success as John Maxwell was teaching, then there has to be some sort of element of cycle connected to content. So literally sitting there processing, also hearing um, Bill talk about thought leadership and I consider myself a thought leader and there's also those elements of little like pokes, right? Like, are you actually a thought leader? Are you doing that thing that you say that you're gonna do? Are you actually learning and creating your own ideas versus just stealing them from a bunch of other people? Now, I think it's important to learn. I think it's important to have mentors. I think it's important to have coaches. It's why I'm a coach. I think it's important to have you know new material consistently, whether you're listening to podcasts or reading or consuming content but at the end of the day, if that is not filtered through your own unique qualities, through your own identity, then it just becomes muddied, diluted content from someone else. And you sound like a robot. You hear about herd mentality when it comes to politics or health or period. Um, and I think it's humanity's natural tendency to want to be like and imitate. Patient is only connected to the the one who we should be imitating, which for me is Christ, which for me is the King of Kings, which for me is the only perfect man to ever walk, which is Jesus. And so if you're listening here and you're like, ah, where is she going with this? How is content connected to King 
not content is king, but content is connected to the king. I'm about to go through the cycle of how that's true and how it all correlates to grow your business for God's sake. So if you've not yet gotten your tickets, we want you to be in the room in Nashville in 14 days. If that feels impossible, I'm going to ask you a question. Is it possible that you're in the room rather than telling yourself, like Bill said, repeating the negative mentality of it's not possible. If it's not possible and you're telling yourself that, I can assure you it's not possible. But if it's possible, it's possible. And so I would love to see you there. There's also a virtual experience, but in just a couple minutes, I'm going to change the link up at the top with intention. There's more information and I don't want people to apply to me. It's not about grow your business for God's sake, the conference. It's about grow your business for God's sake, the mission, which is activating founders, innovators, and trailblazers. And so let's unmike. I want you to say me, 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 or you can chat. Uh, are you a founder? Who's a founder in the room? Me. Me. There you go. How about me, innovator? me, me? Who's an innovator in the room? Me, 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 me. What about trailblazer? Me, 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 me. Thinking do re mi, and I'm thinking about the fact that sounds from the same person when I asked, are you a founder? Are you an innovator? Are you a trailblazer? I heard the same voice. And so I want everyone to recognize that we are so multifaceted. You might be a founder. You might be an innovator. You might be a trailblazer, but I would dare say that you're all of the above because that's who we imitate. And so it's this knowing that founders, innovators, and trailblazers are coming together just like we come together in this room on a consistent basis. But man, there's something about energetic alignment when you're in the space together that we are in momentum towards success and success is only possible if we surrender. Success is only possible if we surrender. If we surrender our ideas to the greater ideology of hope, of love, of connection, of heart, ultimately it's rooted in the Bible. And every single time that we get distracted and I'm going to go into this cycle of content in just a minute. If we get distracted by content, we never get close to the king. Oh, man. God is so revelatory. I'm literally just processing this this morning. We can never get close to the king if content is in between us. And yet, if you look at my content, if you look at my social media, if you look at all of my platforms, I'm consistently building content but it's out of a place of knowledge. It's out of a place of connection rather than the content being the connection point on the other side. So I pull from something to push into you. It's a vertical alignment before I horizontally serve. And if we're horizontally being served, if we're receiving all the time, our hands get so full, our minds get so full, our hearts get so full that our ability to be the founder, the innovator, and the trailblazer is so diluted, our capability stops. I don't know if you've ever heard of shiny light syndrome. Who's heard of shiny light syndrome? Say shiny. 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 I, shiny. Yeah, there's a lot of it. There's so much shiny. 
Facebook ad, we see the social ad, we see somebody hosting a really big event, we see somebody saying that they're a nine figure earner, we see the money, we see the dollar signs, we see the bling. And we are so eluded, we're so illusional, we're so delusional by the shine that we don't know the, the luster and where that shine actually came from. And is it even real? Right? We think, I think of CZ, I think of a diamond. And I think of the fact that, like, I, th I think CZ is awesome. Go for it. It's cheaper, it's beautiful, but it is not the real thing. It is not the real thing. It's con not connected to the real element of deliverable, the real designer of the content. Because it's man made versus God made. And so when you're, you're receiving all of this download of information and we get distracted by the king who has given you a special, unique gift, no one else has your idea. No one else has your dream. And when you get into the world of content and you're looking around, you are lied to. There's a lie going on, not only in your own limiting belief, your own lack of mentality and renewing of your mind, but also in what people are giving you as CZ representation of content. It's just like Bill said, everybody's a thought leader, but everybody's just stealing other people's content. So who's really the thought leader? I think about Jay Shetty. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with him or not. Um, I highly recommend tuning into his, his content. He wrote a book called Think Like a Monk, and he literally did the thing that he's talking about, which I don't think is common any, anymore. From an entrepreneurial perspective, sure. And when we speak out of a, of a place of wisdom, I, I can hear the wisdom in, in the last speaker. I hear the wisdom in Marvin because I know that they've done it. Versus just, yeah, 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 this is me. I'm nine figure earner. I'm, and I, I'm not putting money to shame. Nine figures, awesome, let's go. I'm in for it. But I'm just saying that there's facades Facades based on our bios, because somebody is like me, a three times best-selling author. That's real. That is an actual thing. But I haven't yet hit New York Times bestseller. I haven't yet hit Wall Street Journal bestseller. I will. And so we're all in different places. And I don't want people to be distracted by people's bios or people's content and think that their content is king when they can serve a king who is deliter literally delivering to your mind, your heart, and your spirit today, right now in this moment, validation that your idea is a God idea. And we dismiss it when we have content overload, when we have shiny light syndrome, because imposter syndrome then sets in. And it's a total enemy tactic to give you false truths, to give you half truths of who you are and what you're capable of. He says, oh, you'll never make it that far. Oh, Tamara, you'll never hit that list. Oh, Tamara, you'll never hit that figure. Oh, Tamara, you'll never have that influence. Oh, you'll never get to that place. But why do we do that? Ultimately, it's because we're not in alignment. We're horizontally fixated instead of vertically aligned. And so here's the cycle of content that God gave me this morning. I'm really excited about it. It's based on the fact that someone said content is king. To me, that's worshiping a false idol. And in my business, I don't want content to be king. I want the king of kings to be king. So if content is king or content is consistency, Consistency can only compound out of conviction. 
which compounds out of character, which compounds out of Christ. Where are my Christians at in the house? Any Christians hearing me right now? Woo! Amen. Are, are you feeling this? Bring it, bring the heat, bring the heat. Come on. And so I, I don't want this to be ostracizing. That's super important to me. And, and there's times when I look at the numbers and I get in my own head and I say, ah, there was 151 here when we started and now there's 142. And I never want anybody to be like, ah, she's not speaking to me because I don't do this for me. I don't do this for me at all. Half the time I'm like, Lord, you better show up. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. You got to come for me. You got to come for them. I'm going to say that this is a calling hour. This is a calling hour for us to stop being distracted and start surrendering the things of our business, even our element of faith, back to the one who is the originator of all things. And I don't want to do this in my own flesh because if I do, I am burnt out. If I do, I am exhausted. If I do, I am standing in limiting belief. If I do, I'm shackled back into shame because it's not easy to show up and be consistent. But boy, it's super easy to be convicted when I'm surrendered. And out of conviction, my character is developed. And out of character, because I'm an imitator of Christ, I get to be more like him. And I get to call more people into a Christ-like relationship, into the King of Kings, out of, here's the cycle, out of my content, out of my content. And so I'm going from a vertical alignment into a horizontal service, and it's, Content equals consistency. Consistency compounds out of conviction. Conviction compounds out of character building. Character building compounds out of imitation, which is of Christ. And I go back to content to serve from a place of don't follow me. <laughs> I've done an unfollow campaign a couple of months ago. I was like, unfollow me. Unfollow me. Because I don't want you to follow me. I am imperfect. I will have a mistake. I will mess up. I've already messed up today, right? Raise your hand. Drop it in the in the chat. Un, Unmike, have you messed up today? Have you had a miss already today? In your thought pattern? In a relational experience? In an action or lack thereof? Do you ever have those moments where God deposits content into your spirit? And I'm referring to a person. He, he drops content. He says, hey, have you, have you called your dad today? Hey, your, your dad could really use some affirmation, some love. I'm speaking to myself right now. Or maybe he drops a sibling or maybe he drops a, a client or maybe he drops an opportunity into your mind. Man, I really want to connect with said person. And because we are so consistent in content, other people's consumption of content, our content is king. So we're developing, we're creating our busy life. We can't be calm enough to be Christ-like, to take action, to be convicted in that moment, to develop our character and put somebody else who God is calling out through you as a priority.
I hope that someone listening right now is like, man, I need to call that person. Man, I need to do that thing. Because if you're a founder, an innovator, and a trailblazer, you are connected to the King of Kings who is all of those things. He founded the earth. He also founded you individually. He innovated the earth and he innovated you. He trailblazed on your behalf into territory you may never touch for you to have access even through things like social media, even through technology, for you to trailblaze only in part with him. To expand, to serve humanity, to be diverse, to be victorious because he is a victor, to experience what it tastes to have sustenance rather than sustenance We know that we can be full today. Do we know that we can have wholeness today? Do we know that we can be fulfilled today? Do you understand that you do not have to wait for tomorrow to experience growth today? The things that you yearn for, the desires of your heart, he holds in his hands. And so often we are so focused on everything else that the King of Kings, who is in our direct line of access and connection from a vertical alignment is completely dismissed. And our eyes are downcast. Our eyes are diluted with foggy drunk goggles. And we think this is the best we got. This is enough. This is all I can sustain today. I can't carry any more. You're right. You are 100% right. You can't. You won't because you have lack of connection. He is strength. He is possibility. He is sustenance. And he is the content creator that will help you sustain every single thing that has been put into your heart. Your business idea is only as good as your relationship with the Lord. Your business success is only as possible as your closeness, as your intimacy with the one who gave you the business idea. He's the way maker. If I didn't already know this, if you didn't already know this, he is the one who has to be in front. And what I found myself doing, even in the last couple of weeks, is I've put what I've been carrying, even the dream, I've, I've positioned it between where I need to go, him who is the one I need to meet, the imitator that I need to follow. And I've put this thing, this weight, this calling before Christ. How many of you guys have done that? Your calling becomes the priority rather than Christ becoming the priority. Anybody in here listening? Y'all on the same page with me? Yep. Yes, it Mama, happens. With you. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. It happens all the time. And I don't think it's because we want it to happen or anything other than the shiny lights are distracting us. It's one of the reasons I love waking up in the we as there are no shiny lights. And so let's go to this cycle one more time and 
cycle. Where are you? Where are you and where can you do better? Where can you be higher? Where can you actually stand up and learn to lead better? Because ultimately every single one of you are connected to thousands, if not tens of thousands of people. You have massive influence. But the root of the word influence is flow. Look it up. Flow is the deepest definition. And we all want flow from muddy streams. We are flowing from swamps. We are flowing from marshes. And the last time I checked, those places are dead. Those places are stagnant. I was at this conference I mentioned from with John Maxwell and the originator of the conference, Ron and Hope Carpenter, um, incredible couple in Christ. They run a 15,000 person ministry, East Coast, West Coast. Hope is coming to speak to us at Grow Your Business for God's Sake on Thursday. And Ron, about this idea of flow um, connected to these swamps and these deep desire, that conviction, that moment of success, that ideation, that vision. We're in that space of creativity, likely because we're alone, not because we're consuming content. The God deposits generally come. Someone mentioned earlier, where do you think best? And he said the shower. He's like, well, yeah, he laughed because it's true. Or in the car or when it's quiet and all the babies are asleep and you're in bed or you get woken up at two o'clock in the morning. I encourage you to have something next to your bed that's a journal that you can write those ideas down because they're literally direct downloads. But what's happening is we are allowing ourselves to get those direct downloads, then get them completely juxtaposed the moment we wake up because we open our phone or we open our email and that dilutes into these places of stagnancy because we one, forget because we're so overwhelmed we're so busy, we forget even what was given to us. We place it on a shelf, it becomes a, a complete like false idol of one day, someday, God's gonna drop that back into my spirit. He says, no, I give you the prompt today. I gave you the prompt 10 years ago. I asked you to get out of the boat two decades ago and you're still sitting on the dream. You're still sitting on that idea that what if, and you've limited belief yourself to death that now you're sitting in a place of shame. I will never, I can never, I'm too young, I'm too old. I'm not capable, I don't have the money. I don't have the community. I don't have the influence. The only reason you don't have the influence which is connected to all of those things is because you have forgotten where the idea came from. You have forgotten the ideator and you cannot be in flow if you are holding it in front of the king. Now there's differences. If you're at his altar and you're like, God, I'm exchanging this back to you. Thank you. I surrender the idea. I surrender my will back to you. God, will it be your will and not my will, your idea and not my idea? Cause I don't need another good idea. Good ideas fail. I need God. You need God in your business in order for you to activate to a level of activation that creates influence. And there's one thing that Ron said that I was like, yes, this is so good. 
It was connected to the boundaries, the boundaries in which we have set up in our life, which allow this idea to flow. If there are no boundaries, you've created a swamp. If there are no boundaries, you're hanging out in a marsh without life. What is everything is just seeping out and you have, you have a platform on, you have a single platform and nothing is working because you're diluting your flow. But when we create boundaries, when we create healthy in our mind, with our body, in our emotions, with our relationships, in the idea, in our habits, when we create these things, we build them up. I'm, I'm almost visualizing a moat as I'm talking. We build them up and we create this moat. We create a protection around our gift, our talent. And we do not let outside forces come in to distract, deter, limit. Y'all, I see this castle and you have this castle and you've been gifted this amazing opportunity, this incredible talent. You are his castle and all your windows are open for every bit of sound to distract you, every enemy tactic to distract you, every smell of the Satan to distract you. And so all the content you're receiving is creating a diluted life of it's okay. And my, her content's good. I don't see God. Her business is all right. I don't see great. All of the acronyms that does describe the person who's made it. Even if we go to the rich and the famous, the, the acronyms we use to describe those people, those places, those things that we have seen as an idol in our eyeballs in that moment are only minor imitations of the King of Kings. Minor. And so if you want a glorifying business, if you want to have a life that is sustenance, has sustenance connected to it, is sweet and whole and fulfilling, you have to have boundaries. Boundaries have to be connected to your content. And what I mean by that is, what are you sharing? What is the message? Have you figured out the mission? Do you understand the vision? Do you know where he's calling your next step? Into what territory are you meant to go? How can you protect those things? Who is in your army? Who is protecting those city walls with you? You need to be following people that have a, a line of sight and a vision and a connection that is aligned to the God that you serve. Not the one who has millions of followers. So the cycle is here. The king gives you the content. You become consistent with the content and it compounds out of conviction. That compounds out of character which compounds out of imitation connected to Christ. And so through vertical alignment, I can horizontally serve and I can show up and I'm not selling because I'm sold out. I'm doing what John Maxwell calls action attraction. I'm moving at a pace that no one can understand because I'm connected to the pacemaker. I call it magnetized momentum. And if you want to have magnetized momentum, 
I assure you, you better sit with the king because he's the ultimate magnet maker. He's the movement maker. He's the ground shaker. He's the creator of all things. And he calls into himself. He's literally calling you into himself. Because what you see as great in these other things out of success is only an imitation of his greatness. And I can assure you, if you had their life, if you had the thing that you call to, that calls to you, that you want so desperately, you'd get to that place and you'd still be void. Think about people who have taken their life. I've been in a space of suicidal ideation, and I've been there and it's been so dark. And I had from the exterior, all the things, all the things that someone could want at that stage in their life and more. And I was void because I was allowing other bits of content that were not healthy into my ears. Yes, it matters. Food, whether it's drink, anything that is. And we live in a consumption society of too much. So I've been given an hour today and I'm so blessed by the additional time because I want to help create a space no different than when we create a space at Grow for God that allow people to unshackle the shame, the doubt, step into the greatness, step into the dream. But when you step out of alignment, you will fail. And yet failure is an opportunity to learn. I think of all the many failures that existed even biblically and how those failures, some of which became king, you have an opportunity even just in this moment to become a king by following the king of kings. So let's open the mic. And what I want you guys, two things. If the I want you to share what you're going to surrender today. What will you surrender today? And what will you activate? Because when you let go of anything, it must be replaced. If there is void in that space, it will often immediately get replaced with another false idol that will create further void down the road. This could be a habit. This could be a relationship. This could be a, a sense of limiting belief. This could be something that's shackled to your past in shame. Shame is not just something you've done. It's something that's been done to you. This is why inner child work is so necessary. You weren't meant to carry this thing. You were meant to surrender this thing. Who wants to share? And I know it's a hard topic. I know it's being vulnerable. Tamara, this is Bella and I'm being very vulnerable. May I share? Please. I'm very humble and I did not want to share, but the Lord is leading me to. So I'm going to do what we do as believers, right, Tamara? My testimony yes. is I have forgiveness in my heart for a partner. Let me say that again, Tamara. I have still unresolved forgiveness in Bella's heart with the partner. God has told me time and time again, Bella, you will not go to the next level until you forgive. You and I know 
the presence of our Lord and Savior. So I'm very humbled because Tamara, as you well know, the spirit moves. If you are a true believer and you step up to the plate, myself out here, but I must do it because I know obedience is better than sacrifice. And you are the real deal. I've put several messages in the text and I have yet to ever hear anyone, a true believer, to be honest, 100% in this area called Clubhouse. So I'm convicted. I stand convicted and I know God will forgive me as I forgive myself. So Tamara, this is big for me in my faith walk. I'm taking away the fact that you need to forgive. And if you really know this thing called the Bible, and we do this thing, right? We do it right because God is no respected person, but he has law and order. So I thank you. I publicly put myself out. I'm going to check myself. I'm going to forgive my partner so I can move to the next level. I yield my mic to you. Thank you very much. Amen, 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 sister. That's incredible. And it's so funny. Even last night I went to sleep and I was asking God um, because unforgiveness, it, it creates bitterness and unforgiveness creates anger and unforgiveness um, detracts us from our truest calling. Because again, this is something that's in between our Christ-like self and Christ himself, in between our Christ-like self and Christ himself. And therefore, there is no ability for us to have that full closeness. And I find myself often in that space where I'm like, God, I just want to sit with you. I want to simmer with you. And he's like, no, you need to forgive first and then come sit with me. And it's not that he doesn't want to be in your anger, or in your disappointment or in your lack of forgiveness. He surely wants an invitation in that space like you're giving him right now. But how often do we cycle back to that same emotion? We cycle back to that same, I'll, I'm going to put it at the foot of the cross. And then when nobody's looking, I'm going to go back and I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to walk out of here because, man, they hurt me. They did me wrong. Or even I did wrong and therefore I, I deserve this. I deserve this lack. I deserve this heartbreak. I deserve this mentality, this I'm not enoughness because I did that thing. But God doesn't see you that way. And in order for us to truly, truly, truly have that sense of freedom, we have to be excavating consistently. We have to be adding in those boundaries consistently. So you lay that thing down, you make space for him to replace because that's what he does. He replaces it with his character. He replaces it with fruit, fruits of the spirit, goodness, kindness, peace, joy, love, self-control, long-suffering. Some of the fruits he gives you, we don't want. And society doesn't teach us that we want. We live in a microwave society. Everything is immediate. And so how would long suffering be a fruit of sustenance? Oh man, it's sweet. And I've been in a long suffering season in so many different elements of my life. And I can tell you, it was in those things that I created character, which created conviction, which created consistency, which created content. So I just did the cycle backwards because it's the same thing. Alpha and Omega, beginning and end. You can know the end of the story. You can see the vision he has for your life. You can reverse engineer where you are right now in order for you to get to that place. Darius Daniels, who is another person who spoke at this past event that was just had me on fire. He's a man of God. He's a motivational speaker. And he talked about writing your obituary. 
and I've done this practice before he said it. And I was just thinking about the tombstone moment of my own life where I had to set down that shame, where I actually got forced to set down my shame, but I did have a choice. As you're listening to Bella, as you're listening to me and you have that own spirit of conviction, you have a choice. No one forces you to take the why in the road, left or right. And so I want to make space. Who else wants to share? What's something you're going to surrender today so you can step into the sustenance of success that God has you for? Go ahead and unmike. I'm looking for flashes on the stage. William, and then credit. Good morning, Tamara. Thank you. I follow you and listen to you a lot. Uh, uh, I've been probably doing it for a few months. Um, I'm uh, I'm challenged with uh, letting go. I guess um, I just uh, was, you know, I'm going through some uh, marital challenges and everything that uh, I think any good, honest man ever wants. Uh, you know, I'm losing, and I've got two little boys, and it, it's really hard just to let go, but you know, prayer and, and, you know, asking God for, for help and, and staying focused is, uh, is, is really important. And, um, I, again, I think letting go, but the, the part is that I'm having a challenge with is, you know, I, I, I love their mother so much. And I think there's nothing more valuable in a man's life than the mother of his children. Um, but, uh, let alone his children, but it's the hard thing is the disingenuine activities that's been taking place. You want to forgive and you want to let go, but you can't continue to let those things take place and being taken advantage of and being used. Um, and that's what's honestly is happening. And it, it's just, I'm in a, I'm in a hard place, but um, listening to you and um, prayer and, and letting go, I think is a, a big part. So thank you so much. Mm, thank you so, so much. You know, what's interesting about that is um, if you've been listening to me, you know that I've, I've walked through some very hard marital experiences in my own life. And my husband and I just uh, renewed our vows at 10 years. And it's still baby compared to lots of incredible marriages that I look up to um, that you'll actually get to hear from at Grow Your Business for God's sake, because I'm such a proponent of of parenting and marriage and family and household and knowing the importance of that sacred space that has been gifted to us as an honor. But I also know that there can be a lot of shame in the Christian culture around um, letting go and and what that looks like comparative to divorce. And, and people can people can use scripture and throw it at you and it can actually keep you into a cycled experience of, of depression and your own suicidal ideation and your own place of um, of lack of connection to the Lord, because then that bitterness consistently compounds, right? And I've actually firsthand witnessed um, some someone very, very dear and close to my heart let go after 33 years of marriage. And to be on the other side of that and not have anger, not have shame and being a, a child, so I'm speaking on behalf of your kids, um, I got to in the last two years since that letting go experience witness my mother um, grow into this beautiful butterfly that I never knew existed because I watched her for 20 years 
get taken advantage of and getting pulled and detracted from and, and lose the luster that was intended for her and to put on false masks and carry heavy burdens. And it's super, super sad to watch someone and both sides, right? And so it's this knowing that even even your children are seeing your your, your wife and, and knowing that there is heartbreak and hurt and everything, every misstep, every um, choice, every consistent action that is out of negativity or looks to be like an addiction or um, even looks to hurt the people that they love the very, very most is rooted in their own personal trauma, their own personal shame. No one chooses to do things like that or any, I don't even know what that is, but chooses to do these things and carry these things and stay in these cycles of shame um, without there being a really hard backstory. And so while you love her through it, while you honor her through it, while you respect her through it, you also know that God sees you individually in this and you are an honorable man. And he is going to not only sharpen your character through it, but he's going to make you um, more like him. And ultimately, whether that ends up in a uh, resurrected opportunity of renewal in your marriage, or it ends up in you leaving that marriage, letting go of that marriage, God sees you and he doesn't cast shame on you and your decision. Um, so just keep leaning into him and through prayer and conviction, he will guide you. So thank you so much for sharing and giving um, me an opportunity to hear. Credit, I saw you on mic earlier. I'd love to hear from you, sis. Good morning. Oh my God, your message is so powerful. And I just want to thank you. I came into this room and I just, wow, I'm really amazing. You just hit everything right on the head. For me, I am coming out of 30 years. I am a grandmother now. And what you just said to this gentleman is really the truth and the shame that we carry and that our children have to see when life is so hard and it's hard when you're in the process. It's just, yeah. I mean, you you answered everything. I mean, you basically spelled it out correctly. And I think the one thing I can say is, because I've been through a lot, um, you know, when you got to go down on, on your knees and on the floor, you just really can't get back up that fast. You kind of have to stay down there for a while before you're really let it, ready to let go completely when you know you can let go and forgive yourself and forgive everyone around you who again there are choices the pains that we go through but in those pains i now after 30 years i see the gifts that are there for me that i wanted even through the people that caused me in, in that moment those pains and the experiences that i had to go through were part of my personal journey and a journey with god he didn't want me just to stay there he gave me the strength to get up and walk out and walk away, but still with love in my heart for everyone, knowing that I had to live my truth and ultimately be the person that I was born to be, not the person that was going to be held down and shackled, but, you know, with love, with the love that I was brought into these people's lives, with the love that, that was drawn to them from me or that, that I drew to them. And so I think that, you know, at some point I plan on seeing, or my intention is to see everyone at my table. 
all the people that caused the harm and the pain and the sadness because every person even the people that we talk about today all the narcissism and all this all these titles and labels i mean those are the people those people who are causing those that pain to you also are in pain so you know if you think about it those people need attention too they need to be loved because something happened to them as well they didn't just do this to you because they just woke up one day they are in pain also and as i think they need love as well we all need to be loved and forgiven and we all are carrying some kind of shame if we're going through some kind of really difficult story so you know i just wanted to thank you for having this space and opening it up for us and just putting that message out there also about the shiny objects um, all of that, I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. So thank you very much. God bless you. So welcome. And I see all the hearts flying because people know that like love is, it covers a love us to serve and show up every single day. If there is not an element of love towards the thing that you're passionate about, you're likely operating out of striving and not out of a sustenance, okay? So if there's if there's striving in your life, if, if there's striving in a relationship, if there's striving, then you need to come back to self, which is the connection of him, come back to Christ. And, and it does take time. And I love that you said that. It's, it's not a, oh, I'm gonna make this decision, click, done, turn the light switch on, and now freedom, right? I mean, this was years in the making. You're hearing me speak out of a well a well that I had to go to consistently, consistently, consistently. And then one day I realized that I had an encounter with the Lord and that well is connected to him. And so as long as I'm connected to him, it doesn't matter where I go or how I exist. As long as that I am pouring out hydration for other people, that's the fruit of the spirit. It's sharing, it's seeding the earth, it's seeding the world. And your business is meant to do that. Your business is meant to be a well for people. And whether you hold a nonprofit, whether your mission is connected to like Glenn, right? With cars, you're like, how does that, how does that you know, create a well? Well, think about what he's done here. Think about what he's doing from a cultural perspective. And there's a lot to be honored in every element of people's lives. And it's based out of a connection to God. And so I saw some other people on mic before. And what we're talking about, if you're new to the room, is we're talking about how we have an opportunity every single day, but we are not given an opportunity to do it vocally. We're not given an opportunity where there's enough space um, and that there is a shame-free zone. That's what Grow Your Business For God's Sake is about. That's what my books are about. That's what my podcast is about. To say today, today based in this message, today based in this conviction, I want to become the character of Christ. I want to become more Christ-like. So when I share content, and when I create flow, when I create influence and have the thing that I want, that I have falsely idled, whether it's success, whether it's love, whether it's passion, all of these things that have been put before Christ, who is the creator of those things, when I surrender it, I want to replace it with, insert God, right? And that is how business success happens for me. And that is what I've witnessed over and over again. So does anybody else wanna share a thing that they are just like, I'm letting this go, Someone said forgiveness. Me, me. Yes, go ahead. Me, me, me. Me, me, me. Who's good me, me, me? Oh, good morning, everybody. And then Anita. The, good morning. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. The best and the greatest day to be alive is today. This is Coach Antonio Landis Thompson. 
When you said I was driving in my car, and I started screaming because when you said our business is a reflection of our relationship with God, oh my gosh, that hit me so hard. And I was thinking about my car that I just washed about three days ago. I'm riding around with my decal on my car. And I don't know, to be honest, guys, I'll be transparent. I don't know the last time I washed my car. And I told my son, I said, son, I have to wash my car because my car represents the kingdom. And one of the ways I show appreciation is that I have to appreciate what I had. So that hit me hard. But when you talk about the shiny objects, and I'll be transparent with you guys when it comes to content, like you said, if our business is coming from that reservoir or from a well, then everything we do is out of flow. It's not out of desperation or this anxiety that I have to have. And to be honest with you, I'll be real. I got so caught up in these algorithms. You got to post on this day. You got to post this particular time. Just how much time you got to post. And I, I got so tired. I said, you know what? If my business is kingdom focused, I am not going to be a slave to the algorithms. I'm not knocking the, the, the work ethic of you continue to water your seeds and plant your garden. I'm not saying that. But I got so caught up in the algorithms. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Now I'm, I'm at a place where I post the content when I need to post the content. And I post the content when I'm supposed to post the content. So if I post it three times a day, okay, I did it because that is what I wanted to do. But I'm not doing it because they say this is what you have to do. Because I became a slave, a slave, and I encourage you, like you said, if our business is coming from that reservoir and a week and a way flowing, then we just flowing. What is when we get those downloads, we just flow. So that that so so today, what I'm letting go, and what you remind me, that I'm rededicating my business back to the king, who is the king of all content because I don't need to be a slave to the algorithm. All I need to do is focus on being who God designed and created me to be. So there's no one like me. And so when I come into these rooms, like you said, when I come into these rooms, you might go into a room. So what if there are 20 millionaires on the room? So what if some people make six figures? All of us are different. All of us are unique. And all of us have something to bring to the table. My name is Antonio Landis Thompson. Remember the best and the greatest day to be alive is today. Back to you, Miss Tomorrow. Thank you. Amen. Amen. That was amazing. And I'm so glad like you literally made an action step right there. It's like, I got to go wash my car. And I feel that like if you feel overwhelmed in your space, if you feel cluttered in your space, it is 1000% a representation of what is distracting you or overwhelming you or limiting you from that sustenance from feeling free. And so your exterior world is literally a replication of what's happening on the inside. So why do the seven highly effective leaders, the, the habits of them, why do they talk about making their bed? Why, that's like, seems so silly. Like I, my bed currently is not made, I'll be honest. And I, I, I sometimes like when I just get to go in there, I'm like, ooh, I'm climbing back in. But when it's made, oh, there's this sense of satisfaction. There's this sense of um, authority. You start your day in a, in a ritual of gratitude when you make that bed and you're praying over those babies and your husband and the people that are in that space with you. So I just really encourage you to take action over those things that you notice 
That's really good, Antonio. I think I saw Anita, my auntie Anita in the house. Hey, hey, camera. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, this is so good, Pamela. I tell you, you are the uh, mouthpiece of God. Every time I hear you speak, it just does something to my spirit. It leaps. Uh, it rejoices. It brings me back to a place uh, where I need to be in my business. Um, hearing you talk made me think about, I was just thinking yesterday about, you know, we hear the scripture in Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. But yesterday I said, am I the weapon that's formed against me? That's keeping me in my business. And I had to ask myself a hard question because a lot of times we, we, we dummy down, you know, we dim our light. I'm talking about me. Dim my light so, you know, other people can shine. And and I often say, God, I thank you for being the CEO of my business. Uh, but he made me the steward, right, of what he has blessed me with. And I'm born with everything I need to be successful, the gifts, the talent. And I got the God, Tamara. But it's the enemy in me that keeps me from being the best version of me. So today, I surrender that thought. I am not the weapon formed against me that's keeping me from prospering. I thank God because I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus that loves me. And I am what God says I am. Thank you for the reminder, Tamara. I give my love to this room. I'm Auntie Anita, the official clubhouse auntie, and I yield the mic. I love you so much. That was so good. And I, I so simmer with that. And the, the, ooh, the drop moment, the mic drop moment for me was, am I the weapon formed against me? That is so good. And that's where those habits, that's where those boundaries we talked about today, that's where that shiny light syndrome can get in your own way. Make sure that you are living a life that is worthy of sustenance and not just for success. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for this space. Uh, connect with me on Instagram.